0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Go Get That Rose. Uh, I am your host, Sarah. We are covering the third episode of Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, which is just a funny title to me, but uh, whatever. Uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, Kristen.
1: Hello. We're halfway done.
0: I don't know if I'm happy or sad <laughs> or relieved.
1: I don't know either. I feel like this was an interesting one because we definitely did get a little more. Light into what this show is supposed to be and the goal of it. So I feel like I have a little bit more direction watching it now to understand what Chris Harrison wants from us and what we're Mm -hmm. so interested in.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it was two episodes too late, to be honest. You're not wrong. Like, I feel like this should have been the beginning or the last two episodes should have been one episode and not spread over two.
1: Possibly. What were your general thoughts about this third episode? It's definitely a, a change of pace. and change. Yeah.
0: Um, somewhere in my notes, I put in all caps, uh, we finally find out what this show is about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because in, in the middle of the episode, well, maybe like 20 minutes in, Chris Harrison's like, okay, here's the deal. who is going to be happening from now on. And I'm like, this feels way too late. Um, but I don't know. I... I like this episode. I, I think, I don't really know. <laughs> we got some of our normal Bachelor bachelor stuff, um, but also like a new twist, which I guess I thought this is what the show was going to be right off the bat, uh, but wasn't. So I think it got to the point where I was like, okay, now this is what I expected it to be. Uh, what did you think?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm glad that we got a little bit more focus on the music. When I was watching with my boyfriend last night, we're like, oh, we get it. So it's two weeks of Bachelor in Paradise followed by American Idol. <laughs> yes, yeah, but yes. I feel like if you're going to explain the show to anyone, like that's pretty much what it was. Because it was an incredibly condensed matchup period to get the couples. Yeah. I don't know what it was IRL as far as their timing, but it felt super fast and you know that structure has its pluses and minuses. You don't really get a whole lot of relationship drama, and we'll get into the the elements that we do have later on. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm glad if if they're not going to give us that, at least make sure you're focusing on what the show was about originally, which is the music. And so I'm glad that we're getting these performances. I was impressed with a few of them, not so much as some others. Same, uh, but it was interesting. <laughs> it's certainly unique.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the word. Um, Yeah, so let's just, let's jump into it. It does start out with um the whole love aspect of it. I, do you think from here on now it's going to be, it's got to be more about the music, right? Or do you think Chris is still going to be pushing like, he said at one point in the show, love first, music second.
1: It's a great question because I think that that's, that's a really tough one. Because if there if no one else is going to be joining the show, and you've asked people to pair off in these pretty like concrete singing and love relationships, yeah, I don't feel like there's a whole lot that could possibly change that would mm-hmm. make things interesting for that love portion. The yeah. Julia Brandon Savannah stuff aside, which even that is kind of lackluster, yeah, I feel like we're mostly just going to be looking at performances, and if your goal for maybe those that aren't aware, the goal is to produce music and go on tour. If your goal is to do that, you probably don't want to screw it up by causing drama in the house that could potentially get you booted off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what is, I guess, from the Bachelor point of it, if you're looking at it as a Bachelor show, like, if that isn't the aspect of it anymore to have, like, that's why we like the show, right? That it's crazy and outrageous and the people are these weird, like, characters of themselves and not really realistic. But if what you're saying is, like, they're looking to actually have a career come out of this, they can't really act that way. So it does kind of, it's not really a Bachelor show, but it's not really a music show either.
1: Right. And I think the hard part which obviously ABC had no purview into the situation we're in now. (laughs) Uh, Producing music and going on tour is cute and all, but there's no tour for you to go on. And there eventually is. I highly doubt that public interest is going to maintain itself long enough for people to care about six months to a year to want to go see them on tour.
0: Yeah, because no one's watching the show right now. so. (laughs) and they have nowhere to go at this point so i mean (laughs) but i mean i don't know i guess we'll see um so chris comes in tells all the couples that it's the point in paradise where they tell them they have to get engaged or they have to leave um but at this point like they don't have to get engaged just have to pair up uh but he tells them they all have to pair up with each other make real connections and that's kind of where the drama kind of comes in um I guess we can just cover all... Do you just want to cover all the Julia and Savannah drama in one go?
1: Definitely. Just, let's let's jump into all right.
0: it. Let's just break it down that way. Now, I don't think... We weren't, like, the biggest fans of Julia. Not a fan. Right? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, I... She was a little shady last week, uh, especially towards the end of the episode, and she is very shady this week. Um... Yeah. It kinda started off Brandon's not too great either. Very, very shady. Um but Julia like all the girls and all the guys are all talking like separately in their little groups and stuff, and Julia brings up that her strong connection with Brandon and Savannah looks a little blindsided. Um, but then she starts talking about how like Brandon pulled her aside and said that she still he like knew she was gonna get the rose and that's why he didn't give it to her. And Savannah's, like, very blindsided. But Julia's kind of presenting it more like it was all Brandon's intentions and she was just the victim. And she says at some point, like, I was even thinking, what about Savannah and Sheridan? And it's like, okay, girl, <laughs> that was not your intention. That's not what you were thinking, but okay. No, um, not
1: at all. And she, she is a very shady creature. Because as we as we saw last week, her interest in Brandon, I felt like, really came out of nowhere. While well, she seemed to have been thinking they had this spark from day one, so to a viewer, yeah. it just seemed like she was trying to have her cake and eat it too, and have yeah. all these men, which Chris Harrison was not going to allow. And do I do you I think yet she, I've, yet to, I've yet to see. Do you think
0: she's seen after. the show before? Like well, she's probably a fan of Bachelor.
1: If if she is, I'm, she probably did come in trying to be the villain. Yeah. It's it's a messy situation. And this was a frustrating episode to watch because of her. As she spent the whole time villainizing Savannah for being so fake and artificial. Whereas she's pretending to like Sheridan this whole episode. Despite telling us otherwise. Just so she can continue on with the show and make Brandon jealous and Savannah angry.
0: Yeah, which is hilar- hilarious. because. She does go in, like, at first it kind of seems like she does really, maybe not care about Savannah, but it was more like, I thought it was going to be, oh, let's gang up on Brandon together, he's doing this to both of us, like, he's clearly the one that's causing issues. And then, like, she completely switched and was like, Savannah's so fake, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, where did this come from? Like, I would, did not expect her to, like, completely 180. More like, Savannah was really like, pulling Brandon along and was making Brandon be in love with her and against Brandon's will, which was not the case at all.
1: It was it was a violation of Girl Code 101, as far as I'm concerned. And it, it was just ugly to watch. It didn't make Julia look good at all, which, as we've talked about, if you are trying to be a public figure after this show, you have to have some element of likability, and she just doesn't have it.
0: No, she does And she's older, I believe. I mean, like, age doesn't mean anything but like she's older than savannah and i thought savannah was carrying herself very well in this episode um she did kind of break down i think she was just overwhelmed but as far as like when her and julia had their talk and julia was basically just calling her out to her face and stuff like that i thought she handled herself very well and really showed maturity
1: i did too i definitely think that savannah is there for the right reasons and is playing the game as it should be played with, like, without necessarily villainizing herself. And she, I think she genuinely has feelings for Brandon. I feel for her. I feel genuinely bad for her.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's Maybe a shame. And as- I Go ahead. No go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I just thought it was funny that she- Julia was like confiding in all her information in Jamie, who, as we said before, like Jamie just comes off very young and childlike to me so i just thought that was kind of funny that she was just like going to her and telling her all this stuff and i'm like i don't know if she's the best one to get advice from
1: oh yes you're 21 year old that's been in 400 relationships that she's has yeah. got in <laughs> seems like a wise sage
0: yeah i was like i don't know if this is telling like i don't know maybe i'm just reading into it but i was like i don't know if she's the right person to be complaining about other people to right now
1: and I, I feel for Sheridan and this whole mess because he oh, clearly, yeah. really likes her.
0: Yeah, I feel, I feel bad. Because at one point he says like, oh yeah, me and Julia, we're going to make, she chooses to be here with me. And I'm like, that's not what's happening. <laughs> like, that's
1: not what's happening at all. Yeah,
0: that's, and I feel like, I think I said it to my husband last night, or maybe I said it last week. I don't know. I think I remember saying like, he might be the person that puts up with it for a while but i don't think he's gonna let himself get walked over for like the rest of the show like maybe another episode but i think there's gonna be a point where he's like i'm not dealing with this like this is too much
1: it's very possible i mean (laughs) frankly i was so put off by their butchering of the backstreet boys that if they decided never to perform again i would be okay with it
0: um, there's a couple butchering of songs, <laughs> but uh
1: let's, we'll let's get it. into some of those. Let's talk about the other performances.
0: Okay. Um well, I guess the butchering that it kinda is relevant is when they're all like practicing and stuff and you just keep hearing Savannah and Brandon singing the cheap tricks onto to each other over and over again. I was like, Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> like
1: It's fun, that's what my boyfriend said too, we were we were both impressed by the actual performances at the yes. judge portion of the night surprisingly impressed because when you listen to them practicing
0: it was and even terrible. some of
1: the earlier singing was not good it was not it good was at all it was so
0: bad it was they were like both really pitchy and their voice so the thing to me is like they're getting paired up based on who they're attracted with but that doesn't mean that like their voices are gonna match they have the same style like that doesn't mean anything, and then the producers are giving them songs that they have to sing, which no rhyme or reason to these songs they you know what I mean like there's no theme, like they're each just getting a song, um which is interesting. And I mean, you can tell that some of their voice- I think it was I forget who there was a one couple um that we were like, okay, their voices match really, really well together. Um, but there's a couple other co- couples and it's Brandon and Savannah or the main one that their voices are not similar and do not really blend well together at all
1: <laughs> yeah I would say th- the worst performance for me was probably Becca and Danny's uh Jorge rendition oh. Oh. she was so sharp it was almost painful to listen to and they're they're cute and you know I enjoyed watching their date at do their little fashion show, getting major gay best friend vibes from Danny.
0: <laughs> not a whole yeah. lot of, like,
1: sexual yeah. chemistry there. No. But yeah, those are two people like, they are just not meant to sing together. Maybe they could be romantic, maybe they could be best friends, but they have no business performing together.
0: No, and their voices were very, she had a very stage theater-building just presence about her. And his was I honestly don't even remember his voice, so I don't know. (laughs) I think that says a lot. Um, (laughs) It's also a weird song. My husband's like, oh, I love this song. This is such an easy song to sing. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because it's one of those ones that, like, kind of trick you into sounding easy. But you have to, like, I don't know. You have to have the right style. Like, the way they were singing it, too, was almost like, it was... I don't know it felt really it felt the friendship vibes like it just it sounded different it didn't have that like guitar acoustic it did but it didn't I don't know I don't know how to explain it
1: yeah and I I think that the judges agreed with us on that it was just it was pretty uneven and there was just there was nothing happening there chemistry wise I didn't enjoy watching them sing together it was like two friends at a karaoke bar
0: yeah, it was re- really awkward. And especially <laughs> when you just want to kiss her and she like kind of pulled back. Every time that she he tried to kiss her, she always pulled back. Which I'm like, that is not... <laughs> That's
1: not great. What I was like, did... she's
0: not into him <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> what did you think of the judging format for this part of the show? It sounds like this is what we're going to be getting for future weeks. A few Bachelor alums, as well as some actual musicians.
0: I like that. I like that it wasn't just bachelor people um and that they actually had i mean we had kesha who i think is still i believe she's still relevant i don't know um and i I, I enjoy her music yeah i like her music and she's more than just like she writes a lot of music and she's like very involved in industry like more than just like a casual pop artist you know what i mean like she's had her struggles and stuff like that so i think she was a very good choice um and, I mean, I know Jason Mraz because of, like, his couple hit songs, so I don't know how really big and popular he is, but I'm sure, I mean, he's a he's a person people know. I didn't recognize him, though. I was like, who's this? Oh, Jason Mraz.
1: I thought he was a great addition because I think, I personally think he's a great musician and someone yeah. I enjoy listening to, but he's also very knowledgeable. He's someone that plays instruments and writes for himself as well as other artists, mm. so I think. His input was really valuable.
0: Yeah, and then we had um Jojo and Jordan, which I didn't watch her season.
1: I did not either. So I don't have a okay. whole lot of perspective on whether or not we like her on <laughs> <But> them
0: Um <laughs> I did watch Ben's season, who she was on Ben's season. And um I I mean I liked her. She wasn't I don't know. I was kind of surprised when I was like, oh, this is the girl that became the bachelorette off of this season and people love. Like, I get it. But she was just kind of there and normal and I don't know. Um, And I just thought it was ironic that, speaking of Ben, they also had Ben's uh, ex-fiance, the one that he chose, Lauren, who was married to the music guy. uh, Oh,
1: (laughs) that's Lauren Bushnell. Yes, yes. Oh, um,
0: yeah. Which I was like, oh, we got both of Ben's uh, one and two choice <laughs> on this episode. Very interesting with the guys that they are together and not with him. But uh, you know, um, I didn't
1: catch that. That's fascinating.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's really a part of Bachelor Nation um, so much anymore. Because I like I watched a couple other videos or whatever about it, and they were saying that she seemed she was just it was more like to be supportive of her husband her husband's like music career and stuff like that because he's a pretty well-known country artist i believe
1: um He is. i'm a fan
0: yeah uh yeah so it was kind of more like oh yeah that's that's lauren but it wasn't all about her which like i appreciate i i don't know i like that um yeah but was, i liked her on both season she's it was cute first
1: <laughs> roster of judges um and I think for the most part, I, I agreed with a lot of their feedback. Yes. You can kind of run down the list. The first, the first ones that were up were Rudy and Matt and they performed a Shawn Mendez song, which personally I thought they were super fun to watch. I mean, we already I, know Rudy's a little bit crazy.
0: I thought they were great. Like her voice was so good.
1: Yeah, I, I have no complaints about that. I thought it was a fantastic performance. I thought they seemed to have a great time together. Yeah. Whether or not there was, like, massive sexual energy, I don't I don't know. I mean, they've known each other for two weeks. They could grow. Yeah. Or not. But I'm excited to see them through. I'm excited to watch their performances.
0: Yeah, I, I really like them. I feel like they're kind of unpredictable um, as far as, like, their love. I don't know if I care so much about – them ending up together in like the love aspect of it but i did like watching them perform like i am interested in that
1: i don't know if they have the potential for a real love relationship yeah
0: i don't they think certainly
1: that. did not start on strong footing <laughs> but yeah. i'm i'm looking forward to watching them progress
0: yeah i think well I wrote Best Female Voice, um, but she was the first one up, and I think there's a couple other ones that have really strong voices, but she definitely has a really good voice.
1: Oh, definitely. And then the next performance we saw was from Brie and Chris, our uh, oh. early on lovebirds.
0: Yes. Um that what is, it, was a tough one. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it, um, but then I was like, at first, like, when Chris, because I don't think we really heard Chris sing, sing. Um, They're kind of, like, sing-talking. But I was like, okay, Chris, like, I hear you with the nice, smooth, kind of jazzy voice. And then the longer I was watching it, I was like, I don't think I'm liking this anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening.
1: I understand that. You're right. I mean, Chris has a phenomenal voice. I think yes. he is probably better suited as a solo artist. Yes. Their, their genres don't really match up. Yes. And as a result, it felt pretty uneven. And I kind yes. of felt like Bree was attempting to put on a show to force Yuck. the chemistry, which made me a little bit uncomfortable to watch.
0: Yeah. I really liked, I think that's what it is. I really liked when he sang and I really liked his parts. And I was like, oh, like, I felt like the song fit his style a bit better. And then with Bree, I like Bree's voice. I just don't think it was the right song for. I, yeah, like you said, I don't think their genres are the same.
1: Yeah, they're. I mean, they both seem lovely. They are non-drama. If they love each other as much as they say they do, I'm all for it and I support yeah. it. Do I necessarily want to watch them perform every week? We'll yeah. see. Like maybe a different song. I will happily watch Chris. Yeah. But their ones, you know, I don't. I'm not rooting against them. They can continue in this. Let's see how it goes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I did like her dress though; it was very yeah. like '70s to me, with the up and the back, the like kind of swoop back. I I really liked it.
1: And then our next one was Becca and Danny. Who we kind of touched on with their incredibly <laughs> sharp um, position, oh. which unfortunately oh. clearly did not serve them well, as that was our oh. first departing couple.
0: Uh, wasn't that surprised to be honest?
1: I wasn't either. Not at all. If anyone was going to go, it was going to be that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. E- even
1: if pro- even if the performances from Savannah and Brandon was not great, they're going to keep them on the show for the drama.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: the Easiest couple to let go. They haven't had a whole lot of screen time. Their date was really weird to watch, and yeah. didn't make, like a date. They have no
0: all. chemistry.
1: No. None at all. Yeah. I yeah, hope yeah. that they stay friends after this. Maybe collaborate on some songwriting and have a good time. But this was just not the show for them.
0: I would like to see them if we ever get to Paradise on Paradise. I mean, I feel like they could be fun. Maybe you know, her. I don't, I don't. I don't know much I, about him.
1: Adding, adding some of these musicians to Paradise could make for some really entertaining TV.
0: Yeah, because no one would know who they are. No, <laughs> they're like, What? Which one were you on? Which uh, Bachelor show were you? Oh, I didn't watch that one. <laughs>
1: Maybe some drunken sing alongs. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. I want I want to see that. <laughs>
1: all right. We we heard next from Savannah and Brandon, which all, right. all I found was it was fine. <laughs> it
0: was it was better than the practices.
1: <laughs> Definitely better than the practices.
0: But it was weird. <laughs>
1: it wasn't it wasn't great musically, and I felt similarly that she was trying to put on a show
0: yes i agree um i don't know the the whole thing just sounded off to me like and this is one of their songs that it's a i mean it's pretty upbeat for the like the normal sound of it i believe is like upbeat and stuff like that um and i mean i watch the show uh zoe's extraordinary playlist and she did a cover of this song and it was really slow um kind of like what they were trying to do but it was done way better um i don't know it just it was it just felt really off to me their harmonies i think that's what they were trying to do at some points i was like i don't know if that's right like it doesn't sound good but it does sound good i don't know i'm very confused by this one
1: well, yeah, because he's definitely more of an Americana
0: type yes. musician,
1: And I think that she's she leans a little bit more pop.
0: Well, she even said she was a pop when Natasha came in. And she's like, who else is a pop artist? And she was like, me. Yeah, I just don't think the way that they were trying to perform it, I don't think it fit her at all.
1: It was, it was rough. But yeah. unfortunately, if we are going to be locked into these couples, I think we're going to be hearing from them quite a bit more. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, that brings up one of the things that I hope, moving forward, now we kind of know, like, what the performances are going to look like. I hope they're not all acoustic versions. I want to see, like, some fun, upbeat, full band, like, performances. It's, music is more than just, like, the guitar and just acoustic. Like, I want to see, like, rock and roll and different kind of things.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I think that would spice it up. Because it's, I mean, it's a two-hour show. And yeah. we're actually performances for an hour of these same you know
0: stop giving me sad slow (laughs) acoustic versions i don't want that
1: make the rest of them be backup dancers like yes yes
0: give me some (laughs) electric guitar give me some bass like come on i want that'd be some some horns or something that'd be fun because i feel like that's just as hard to perform like upbeat running around the stage not trying to lose your breath like come on
1: Well, definitely, yeah. If you're trying to be a musical artist and go on tour, like we need to see that you, one, can sing, but two, have stage presence, And that hasn't really been
0: portrayed. Yeah, exactly.
1: And then our our next performance was actually quite (laughs) liked by the judges of Julia and Sheridan's uh, Backstreet Boys. I was angry. I personally was not a fan. (laughs) Not ruined one of the greatest songs (laughs) in musical history.
0: You could tell that she was... Really trying to play, like the love in him, being all into him. She was like looking at him and jamming out, and looking at the crowd, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, honey." Like, I mean, grabbing it was his hand. Show.
1: It was a show. Kesha, Kesha saw the love in their eyeballs.
0: <laughs>
1: she reminded us multiple times. So clearly, the judges eyeballs. played into
0: it. Yeah, and it was good. His they have really good voices. Um, I just. Yeah, I'm the same. I didn't really like it, the rendition of it. I was like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, their their performance to an outsider that doesn't know any of the history of the two of them and the other drama with couples. It it was it was a fun performance. It was probably yeah. one of the more fun performances to watch because people were jamming along to it and getting into mm-hmm. it, as opposed to as you were saying, the kind of like doldrum acoustic.
0: Yeah 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 that's true the crowd was like going around and like jordan and jojo were like kind of dancing along like that that is fun to watch um i just thought i mean it will bring up julia again when she's like we have they said we have a genuine connection and she's like and savannah must be so uncomfortable like whatever i was like girl shut up (laughs) or she's like nodding along with the judges when the judges are like T- uh, trashing brandon and savannah and she's like mm-hmm, that's what i've been saying this whole time i'm like oh my gosh
1: it's interesting because i feel like that behavior is something that has really fucked up a lot of female competitors and other seeds of the bachelor when they're spending too much energy on the girl they don't like and ignoring the actual bachelor yeah <laughs> obviously a little bit different of a situation because they're not all competing for the same guy but I think mm-hmm. she's going to get herself in trouble if she continues to spend so much energy trying to piss off Savannah as opposed yeah. to focusing on the relationship that she's supposed to be cultivating to win the damn show.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I really think Sheridan's just gonna like have enough of it. Like I, I don't know. I just see him as being kind of that guy. It's like, okay, I'm going to be here. I'm going to support you and I'll be there to like work it through with you. But I think after a while, like if she's not giving him enough whatever like i just think he's not gonna really put up with it um and and she might even be like it kind of seems like she's telling him right now it's more like i'm worried about them or spinning it you know spinning it more like he pulled me aside like she's the victim of it all um but hopefully he catches on (laughs) soon enough that that's not really what's happening
1: yeah and then the next kind of weird couple we saw was natasha and ryan who last week Natasha made an eleventh hour run, yeah. at Ryan, for a rose, which apparently worked out for her. Yes, there, as a couple, to me, make zero sense together. Yes. But that was probably my favorite performance.
0: It was good. Um, my issue <laughs> with it was, and I kept screaming it during the whole time I was watching it: is uh, stop running i cannot stand it when uh singers especially pop singers pop divas just do vocal runs over and over and over and over again it drives me insane um and that's what she kept doing i'm sure like they probably cut out other parts where she wasn't but what we saw like every time she would end a note she would just do like the runs like up and down um which if anyone isn't like, musical or whatever, that's just when you do, like, all the, the, like, Beyonce, like, things, Um which just drives me nuts, because I feel like, yes, you can sing, and, like, that. it is really hard to do, and I know people that can do it really well love to just show off, but I also think there's something in being, especially in a Rihanna song, where I love that song. I love Stay. I think it's great, because it is kind of more subtle. Um I feel like it's one of the songs you can really build, and I feel like just being subtle and not really showing, trying to show off too much, is really, really powerful. Um, so I, it was just driving me insane. But she sounded great; <laughs> like she has a very, very strong, beautiful voice.
1: And she's she's a pop star or aspiring. Oh star, yeah. So, and I understand where that comes from, probably in her training or what she thinks. she's yeah. Doing as a performance, it was just so fun to watch. Oh yeah. I, think they have any sexual chemistry but i like, no. really enjoyed the performance
0: it was they definitely had the most like stage presence um aware of like this is a performance we're gonna play to each other but like him starting out on the piano and she walks out from the back like they were the only couple to do something different where they both didn't start out on the stage and that was great like they definitely stood out and i loved it
1: definitely and then our last one was and Trevor Ugh. what'd you think
0: um, it was the performance was really good um, I feel like the song fit them very well they have I don't really like his voice but I thought this song he sounded really good in this song um, and she sounded good too was, I think it was a bit country I hate to admit I didn't really know this song it's
1: a country song yeah
0: <laughs> okay that's I'm like this is country right and my husband's like yeah I think so I'm like okay <laughs> Yeah. I think it sounds your, your that Morris
1: way. leans a little bit pop, but she's definitely country.
0: Yeah. I I liked it. I didn't like uh her before or after the performance, but I liked her during the performance.
1: I I'm aligned with that. I mean, I struggled with her last week as well. You're on a show to be a musician and you're afraid to sing. It doesn't make oh any God.
0: sense during the practice she like runs out and we get this tracking shot of her running through the house i'm like girl you are wasting valuable time like what are you doing it
1: just it doesn't give me a lot of confidence in her
0: no yeah and And then like beforehand it just keeps cutting to her she's like freaking out i i understand it's nerve-wracking i'm sure like i would be the same exact way i'd be really nervous and like freaking out but she's like on the ground doing squats, like freaking out, and then afterwards, it's it just comes off so immature to me. Like I can't help it. Like she's just like, ah, oh my god, like rolling on the ground. I'm like, girl, like, what do you do? Like, I don't like laughing, and I'm sure it's all the adrenaline and stuff, but it, I, it was just too much for me. I was like, too much. Tone it down.
1: Yeah, it's it's not attractive. It's kind of it's brings me question. Like,
0: he's twenty eight. 29? He's 8 years older than her. He's
1: much older than her and I I wonder you know, we only really hear about her insecurity when it comes to music. I'm sure that translates to the relationship and I just wonder Mm. how much he's willing to put up with, he being Trevor but at the same time, how much any of these people are willing to put up with a relationship or pretend in their relationship for Mm. this end goal of their music career. I I think I really need Chris Harrison and the producers to do something in this show that's going to push these relationships along or test them, because just watching an hour of performances for the next three weeks, it's entertaining, I guess, but I can do that on YouTube. It's not really yeah. a show. There's no plot yeah. line.
0: There needs to be more or like maybe do stuff that's going to like challengers or whatever kind of like other reality shows where it's going to be okay the first half of it is them working on like their uh i don't know like their imagery like they kind of did that with the becca and danny like personal stylist or like give them stage or dance practice or like different things like tools that they're going to be able to use as performers or moving forward or like more instead of just like dates like more things they could use relationship wise like you know what i mean like give it like tasks or or classes or different things that they're going to be able to take away and like actually use if you want to do it that way or do theme music weeks or different things like don't just give them random songs that could be fun and engaging to watch and it kind of challenges them or a song that's way out of their, figure out what their genres are and then give them something that's a little different that they have to do a twist. Like what singing songs, singing songs, singing shows do.
1: Yeah. And you make a good point. The song selections were incredibly schizophrenic this week. Like (laughs) didn't make any sense. And I think that's a good point. Like, yeah, pick a genre. And then if that's a genre that is really not in someone's repertoire, maybe they'll struggle with that. There just, there needs to be conflict and i don't yes. feel like there's any conflict whether yeah. in the performance or in the relationship and that's just not that interesting to watch
0: yeah expect because the only conflict we really got was the performances was really jamie just being nervous about performing but like as it goes on and the couples are used to performing in front of people that's not going to be a conflict anymore so they're going to have to pick something else
1: exactly yeah i'm I'm glad it's a six week show because I don't know <laughs> if I can handle ten or twelve weeks of this.
0: Yeah.
1: There's there's not a whole lot that I feel like is really hooking people or making them really get into it for the drama, which is why you watch The Bachelor.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I've said. Like it doesn't feel like a bachelor show, but it doesn't feel like a musical show either. Like I just feel like Maybe they jumped into it without having a clear vision. And as they like went along, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good. Oh, yeah, we need to do the music. Don't forget. That's important. Like, oh, they can go on tour. Like, I just feel like it wasn't thought out well enough before they started shooting or Green Letter or whatever.
1: No, I, I agree with you. And I think, you know, kind of the real ch- like icing on the cake of it is that we have Chris Harrison giving out the roses to everyone <laughs> in a couple format at the end of the show now which i've been wanting to see chris harrison do the rose ceremony for forever i didn't necessarily yes. mean it this way but <laughs> i'll take it
0: i was like but is he yeah. gonna give the the rose like is he gonna be like do you guys accept this rose which he didn't which i was kind of disappointed but then it made sense like what they did but i was very confused at first like what's and happening I,
1: yeah him him handing out the roses like gold stars in a second grade class just really t- <laughs> it takes a lot of the, the power out of the contestants. Yeah. And it, it doesn't really, it doesn't feel like a Bachelor show at all because they're not choosing anything. There's no element of choice and, yeah. anguish and drama and making those decisions. It's just probably a voting of their celebrity and Bachelor alumni hosts and then Chris what? reading the results.
0: If that's what it is, why didn't we see it at the performances? Like, why didn't, like, a normal singing show, you know what I mean? Like, why didn't they elaborate and then you picked your bottom two and then they send them home that way? Like, I guess they need to incorporate the roses and stuff, but they could still hand out roses.
1: Yeah, or give some sort of quantitative ranking in the performance to make people sweat a little bit.
0: Yeah, that way it doesn't, it it. It doesn't feel like the judges are pointless because it's like, okay, Chris, when Chris comes, it says, like, oh, the judges deliberated. And it's like, no, you guys probably just decided. We all knew they were going to go home anyway. Like <laughs> That way we can believe more that they had a little bit more of a say because we get to see them, like, deliberate. And, yeah, yeah or, like, give them hard. rankings, like, Dancing with the Stars or, like, do something.
1: Yeah, it was way too much, like, everyone gets a participation medal.
0: Yeah, Exactly um
1: well, Yes. See. who uh who do you think is going to be most vulnerable next week
0: i i was thinking that um because i feel like becca and danny were definitely the vulnerable ones like going into it in this episode i'm like okay they're probably going to be the ones to leave whatever but i <laughs> i don't i guess it all depends on this drama um with Brandon and Julia and Savannah, but I don't know. I guess I could see... I feel like they're at, all the couples are pretty strong for the most part, so I think it just depends on what bothers them during the week and how they go into like their performances. Um, but part of me wants to say Brie and Chris, probably.
1: Yeah, I would, I would possibly say a Brie and a Chris or a Rudy and a Matt.
0: Yep, that was I'll, my second... I'll
1: all great but just don't really add a lot to the show
0: yeah exactly i think if it's between Bree and chris and rudy and matt i think brie and chris are gonna go a bit farther just because they are the couple that's like so in love with each other and i don't think they'll get rid of that this early on because um, i'm sure they're gonna want proof that oh this show does work they're not gonna get rid of their only solid couple at this point <laughs>
1: That's a really good point. Yeah, that would be kind of a waste. If yeah, <laughs> they and like week four, no one else is able to really make it last.
0: Yeah, it's like what's the? That's not proving that the show is working or whatever. Um, and Rudy and Matt have had issues from the beginning. Um, and I think I could see them having like a really shaky week for whatever reason and a really shaky performance, and that's why or something like that. I don't know if that's how the show works. I still not really, still don't really know. <laughs>
1: I just I need these people to get mad at each other and I don't know what's going to be the impetus for that whether it's mm-hmm. a bad enough performance where maybe someone snaps you know you have you have Natasha in this house with Trevor like cause some conflict there yeah
0: give me more I drama <laughs> give me maybe- more music and give me more drama <laughs>
1: Even our departures of Ruby and Gabe in the early part of the episode were so anticlimactic.
0: Yeah, he was so like calm. He's like, Okay, bye. <laughs> I think that Just was the first
1: of... time he'd had.
0: I was like, Oh, oh. Yeah, that was really I felt bad for Savannah because I know we've probably all been there. We're like we're not in the mood. Especially she's like crying on the couch and then he comes over and he's like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs>
1: Like, poor girl. very, Very strange. And all these apparently deep conversations that they've had are news to me.
0: Do you think that's, that's probably just his point of view. Like, I feel like he's like, we have such a strong connection. And she seems like the type of person to be, like, very, like, what's the word? Just probably very nice and, like, willing to, like, talk to people even if she isn't, like, super interested in them. Um... But that probably comes off very like, oh man, she likes me. And it's like, no, I was just being really like polite. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, very strange. So yeah. do you have a do you have a song or a genre that you would like to see?
0: I want I, w- I want some like rock and roll. Like I want
1: You mentioned that was your like favorite genre. Is there a specific song that you would just die I, if it performed?
0: I would like I think it would be fun, like what's the first one that pops ahead is um um oh my god like little little piece of my heart is that what's called by Janice Joplin like I think that would be really fun like something upbeat or maybe some um Alanis Morissette or like I don't know like I feel like some of these girls could like kill that or even more modern oh we have some pop singers like give me some pink or like I don't know I feel like that could be really fun I would just want something fun and upbeat and fire going off the stage and like
1: I feel it. Oh. Yeah, I, I would like that. Yeah, because I think you make a good point. Like, they need to be performances as opposed to just sing-alongs. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, or I'd go, let me see some Jason Mraz songs or some more John Mayer. I don't know. Or or Chris. Chris has a nice, like, oh, kind of bluesy, maybe a little gospel kind of sound in there. That would be fun.
1: I don't know. That would be great. I want yeah. the
0: voice. This is what I want. I want the voice.
1: <laughs> and it should it should be something that's going to challenge them. Yes. I mean, if you're okay. if you're really asking us to hold our interest in these people for potentially up to a year to see them in tour, like oh yeah, us excited about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. What about you? What What are you thinking?
1: I like I like your point about like the blues. I think that would be a great yeah. performance to watch yeah he's definitely more of like a soul singer I, I think I would really enjoy that. I don't want any more butchering of my 90s 2000s boy band Pop. Let's just no, let
0: go. no more. I, I think the problem is I don't think I want to hear a lot of them sing together anymore <laughs> no. like I want to hear them by themselves. like I wish we heard more of like maybe just 30 seconds or 20 20 seconds of them all just singing a little snippet at the beginning so we got to really know their voices.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely valid. Cause yeah, that was that was probably the first time we'd ever heard Danny sing. Probably Becca also, yep. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Natasha. Mm-hmm. Um, and for week three, that's kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Chris, we never really heard Chris. I mean, we heard Chris sing a little bit, but not like not like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, right.
1: Definitely. So, any other yeah. like final thoughts on this episode, or what you're looking forward to? Um, Chris Harrison giving us a performance?
0: Yeah, come on. that's what this is all leading to, right? It's really just going to be Chris at the end.
1: <laughs> Fingers crossed.
0: That would be... I'd love that. Um, I I think I enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm excited that we're finally getting more information about the, what this show is, which is sad, uh, episode three out of six, but you know what? That's okay. Um, and I... I'm actually looking forward to more performances next week. I'm hoping that there's some kind of um, structure to the song choices. Probably not. But I'm excited to see what the couples are going to be singing next week. What about you?
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I'm i not that interested in the interrelational drama yeah. to this point. So I'm going to go into it with a glass of wine ready to see a great show. Yeah, hopefully.
0: I'm excited to see who our judges are uh next week because i actually really like the aspect i didn't think i would like the judges but i actually really did end up liking them
1: definitely yeah And i mean i like i like the live performance i love chris lane i adore that song so that yeah. was a fun treat
0: yeah that i really like and i like that they came out and they were like kind of singing like I, yeah i thought that was one of the nicer like performances uh performance dates that we've seen
1: maybe next week we'll get Jed.
0: Oh my god! He's got. He has to. He has to. Week three and no Jed cited. Um, <laughs> when will Jed come on this show?
1: I will. I will bet. I will bet some money that we will see him by the end of the season.
0: Or if we get a season two, he'll he'll be the judge on season two. He's gonna host. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> he replaces Chris Harrison. That would be. I don't. I don't know. That'd be an interesting. interesting <laughs> show. Um. Well. That's going to be the end of this episode for that. We're looking forward to next week. Um, I'm a little sad that we're halfway, actually. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. Uh, thank you so much for joining me, Kristen. Where can the people follow you?
1: You can find me. It's Kristen Rosé. That's Y.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter at SCBOC S S E A B O C K. You can find the show and many other shows on the Merc with a movie blog feed on Anchor, Spotify, Apple and Google Play, all those different podcast places. Um there's so many more that I don't even know, but they're all on there. And uh we will be back next week to recap even more of Bachelor's Listen to Your Heart. Um and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.